the gift of Pentecost. As we've heard from our first reading from the Acts of the Apostles, all these people from all over were gathered together, not able to communicate with one another. That had to have been sort of a frightening experience. What are we to do? What are we to say? And yet, this miracle happens. This incredible wind comes upon the gathering. And all of a sudden, there's these tongues of fire above everyone's head. The gift of the Spirit was breathing on them. And as the disciples spoke, each one of those communities heard it in their own voice. To imagine what that must have been like to be standing next to someone from a different society, different culture, different language, and being able to hear what they heard only in their own particular language. I would love to have been there to experience that kind of a phenomena that was just unheard of, and yet it was being heard. That same spirit which is, was given to them is given to each one of us. At the moment of our baptism, when we receive the Eucharist for the first time, because the Holy Spirit has come upon those gifts of bread and wine and transformed them into the body and the blood of Christ. And then again, at the wonderful gift of confirmation. When the Spirit descends upon each one through the laying on of hands by the bishop to bring about the fullness of God's presence in our lives. As I reflect on my own confirmation, which took place my senior year in college, as I was asked to go see the bishop one day by the head of the Borromeo Club, he said, I made an appointment with you for this afternoon with the bishop, and I want you to go talk to him about becoming a priest. So I went to see the bishop, Bishop Hunhausen, and we had a two-hour conversation. At the time, I was a Baptist, and I was, wanted to be, become a priest. So he says, what do you want to do? And I said, I'd like to be confirmed. And he said, why? So I would be a part of the community. I said, okay, when do you want to be confirmed? He said, how about tonight? And he said, okay. So I was baptized, or I was not baptized, I was confirmed in St. Charles Borromeo Chapel. So I have a deep connection with St. Charles. The gift that he brought to the church at the Council of Trent, a man of great wisdom and learning, a man who, the nephew of the Pope, was made a bishop, was made a priest, a bishop, and a cardinal all within a span of two days. A bishop can do that. But he was such a transformer. He saw the need through the Holy Spirit that there was a need for a re-education of the priests. The priests had gone astray. So he saw that seminaries had to be reformed. There had to be a change. That's the Holy Spirit working. The need for transformation within our lives. He saw the need for education for all the people especially for the youth. So he wrote the first catechism. That's what's reflected in our brand new window. 
is holding out the catechism and educating the people. Not just the little ones, but everyone needed to be educated. We need to be educated. The church has sort of lost that in the last 50 years. The real need for education. Not just that God loves everyone, but we have to learn who we are as a people of faith. Our commitment is so important, and we need the Holy Spirit to guide us. The first thing we do when we pick up a Bible and begin to read, as we all should be doing, is asking the Holy Spirit to give us the wisdom and the guidance to hear what the Word is saying to us. Not something we make up on our own, but that the guidance of the Holy Spirit is present when we read the Scriptures. St. John talks about that in his writings, in his first letter. The importance of listening to the power of the Spirit working through God's Word. Jesus at the end, before he ascends to heaven for the final time, says to the disciples, I'm sending the advocate. He's going to give you the power to be able to go out into the world to share the good news. He knew that the disciples wouldn't be able to do it on their own. They needed some guidance. We need that same guidance. We need the Holy Spirit to help guide us in our lives because we can't do it by ourselves as much as we'd like to. But we have to be inspired. We need to hear the Word of God speaking to us. And that comes through the gift of the Holy Spirit. Today, when we receive the Eucharist, the Holy Spirit, which descends on this precious gift of the body and blood of Christ, gives us the nourishment we need to be able to be that witness to our brothers and sisters. We are the light of the world. Pentecost brings an end to the Easter season. But in reality, Easter never ends. Every Sunday is a little Easter when we come to give thanks to God for all he has done for us this week and ask his intercession for us for the coming week to give us the guidance that we need to live a life of purity and holiness and not just holiness with H-O-L-I-E-S, the holiness, but H-W-H-O-L-E, to be whole in the presence of God for our brothers and sisters. Let us be open to that spirit working within us and for us this day as we go forth from this church to bring God's presence to our brothers and sisters.